Hey, everybody. Welcome to Declassified Cheat Codes Podcast, your source for the newest news in gaming. The newest news. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Hill House. And I'm Josiah. And uh, we're about to bring it. (laughs) That's how awkward I say it every time. We're about to bring it, man. Uh, The newest news. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, you'll have to forgive us a little bit. We're both uh, kind of under the weather in a way. Uh, I think Josiah is worse off than I am. But uh, I am currently in the middle of a glass of Jameson Cure. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go from there. Yeah, and I am finished ah. with a bowl of Campbell's soup, so we're going to yeah. go from there. <laughs> <laughs> One extreme to the other. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, um, yeah, this week was uh, really crazy because I didn't play any new games because, to be honest, I don't think I had any free evenings this week. Um, I I barely played anything this week i think i got on state of decay 2 maybe once or twice but i didn't even touch overwatch this week which is crazy because i saw yeah there's a same new, here yeah there's a new ash skin in the game which i need to actually log on to like get um so i will probably log on it tonight or something to see what that's about but that's how out of the loop i've been with actually playing games really all i've had time to do is follow some news you know so. Yeah, same here. I really haven't had any any time to play much. Uh, I've played a couple of times. Uh, earlier today, I played some Paladins. I did my placement yeah. matches on Xbox. I was, I was watching you play that, and I was really wanting to get back into Paladins. So, yeah, it sucked this time, that. though, man. I, 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 you know, I don't. Maybe it was only Gold Five last season, but it was still Gold, and now I'm in Silver One. So, I mean, I'm one step below Gold Five, <laughs> but still, it just it irks the shit out of me that that happened. Yeah, yeah, but I haven't played any new games either. I am looking forward to playing a game that you've already talked about uh, that I went ahead and downloaded called After Party, where you try to outdrink the devil in order to gain your freedom to go back to Earth. And uh, yeah, I from what I understand, you and I were just talking about that a little bit ago. Yeah. From what I understand, it's a choice based game, so mm-hmm. it may be interesting to talk about it and find out what differences I experienced compared to the gameplay that you had. Yeah, I believe early on in the game, you're not going to notice many differences, Mm -hmm. but all of the little bitty choices that you make are going to add up to big decisions later on. And I believe, yeah, it's been a while since I talked about the game, but I believe the game didn't allow you to do certain things if you had made certain choices up until a certain point. So, Ah. yeah, I believe probably the second half of the game is going to be completely different for you (laughs) than me. So that's something to look forward to for sure. It it probably will. Yeah. I'm I'm assuming that we're going to make two very, you know, very different choices in certain situations. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm a bit more, I'm a bit more of an asshole. So (laughs) those choices may show. Yeah. There's a lot of opportunities to be an asshole. So. Oh, right um, on my kind of game. So it is probably your kind of game. So that's cool. Awesome. Um, That's really funny is I always play games like that as if I was actually doing it. And then whenever I play it again, I make all the worst choices. Like I am a complete a-hole the second time I play a game. But the first time I play it, I always try to make choices as if it was me. 
So <laughs> it's really crazy. I never, I never play a game like that and I'm an asshole straight off the bat. So that's really interesting oh, wow. to think about, but go ahead and be your natural asshole self. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. Okay. So, um, I think that's all we played this week. So yeah, let's hop into news. Let me preface this a little bit because we're so both under the weather. And if you can't tell that I'm struggling to even speak right now, this might be a short episode. Um, we really don't even have a topic this week. We're just going to go over the news and just recap yeah. the week. That way um, we don't miss a week at least. And then next week we'll be back on a full size episode with a uh, topic and everything. So uh, just a heads up for if this episode doesn't make the car ride as long as it used to, <laughs> if it only lasts half of your commute. So, um, th- yeah, that that's why that would happen. <laughs> so let's go on to the news and let's roll that beautiful tune. Oh, yeah, it's time for the news, bitch. Okay, so the first thing in news is the creators of Cyberpunk. Uh, what is it again? Twenty seventy seven. Oh yes, Cyber, Cyberpunk okay. twenty seventy seven. So yes. I didn't even type the full name out, so I kind of forgot the year. Anyway, the creators of Cyberpunk, since we just shorthand it so much, they <laughs> came out and said that with the new uh, Xbox Series X is promised to allow games that were purchased on the Xbox one to be playable on the Xbox series X, they were going to make sure that cyberpunk players would not have to repurchase the game. If they purchased it on the Xbox one, they would still be able to play that same copy on the series X. So that kind of reveals a couple big things for us. So one um, CD project red is a very cool company in the sense that they will not make you buy it twice. Uh, And the other is it means that even though there's the technology there and Microsoft is allowing you to play your old library through the new interface on the series X, it does not mean that automatically every game you own will be playable day one of the series X. It's going to depend on different publishers and different studios And that really brings up a question of who else is going to come out and say that we're going to be cool too and not make you repurchase a game. And the joke here is that there's obviously companies that live off of you repurchasing games. For example, Rockstar um, with GTA, they know people buy GTA for multiple platforms. You know, Um, I'd be pretty surprised if Rockstar said that you didn't have to repurchase their products on the Series X because their whole business model is kind of set up to remaster to more platforms, more convenience, but you kind of always have to pay for it even when the prices come down, you know? Um, there's there's other companies like uh, Bethesda that they, they really live off of re-releasing stuff like special editions and repackagings maybe not remasters but at least repackagings (laughs) 
So someone like them would not make as much sense to also be on that bandwagon of all of your stuff just crosses over. But Bethesda is also a company that runs a lot of sales. So maybe it's not as big of a deal to them. I don't know. So this is something to think about in like the coming weeks and just to consider what companies, like maybe we could talk about this next week. What companies do you think will jump on the bandwagon of CD Projekt Red and which ones will for sure not be on that same bandwagon? Yeah. Because this kind of this kind of coincides with the whole GeForce Now thing where there's a lot of companies that are thinking, you've already purchased this on Steam. Why should you not be able to play it through a program that just streams from Steam, basically? You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously there are the few companies that don't want to immediately say that that's okay because they're still thinking there may be some money in it. So I think those, the GeForce Now publishers that are not on board with GeForce Now <laughs> are probably also going to be the publishers that are not on board with day one Series X cross compatibility, you know? So I don't know. It's something to think about. It's kind of a similar question, you know, but that's really um that's really all there is to that story. Basically, we just heard more about the details of the Series X and immediately mm-hmm. CD Project Red was like, oh, by the way, if you think that feature's cool, we're gonna utilize that with Cyberpunk. So don't worry about having to buy it twice, you know. So that's really cool. Um the next thing in the news I have is that I'm sorry, did you have anything to add to that? Because I just No, no, rambling. not at all, man. Okay, cool. <laughs> next thing in news I have is the Animal Crossing Direct was taken down and then re-uploaded. Oh, wow. And this is so funny because it all comes down to that cloud save backup that people are worried about. Everyone's concerned about getting a game and then putting three to four years of gameplay into it. And then when their switch breaks, <laughs> they don't have that island anymore. They lose their save data because it was not backed up to the cloud. Yeah. And um, the original version of the Animal Crossing Direct that was uploaded um, said that it was going to include one backup that you can move to a new console. And it was a really interesting phrasing. It was at the end. It was like they were listening to the fans and the fans were saying that they wanted the game to have cloud saves. So they said, oh, well, if an emergency happened, um, you have one time that you can move your save over to a new console, you know? And they took that video down and re-uploaded it to that section now says um, more details coming soon. (laughs) So it went from not even a really great like resolution, like it didn't even resolve the problem. And now it's just a kind of open-ended, hey, we're looking into this. So it's it's kind of ridiculous. Like, it was already a problem, and everyone has complained about it for a year since they first announced that it was not going to have cloud saving a year ago. And it's kind of spiraled into the main thing that people are not liking about the new Animal Crossing. And right before its release... They say that, you know what, like, we'll allow you to move your save one time, 
And then they immediately are like, you know what? Maybe we should back up on that because I don't know if we're even going to do that. <laughs> so it just says more information coming soon. Well, all I can say on this is that it is hopeful because one time moving your save is the minimum that they can give you. That is the, yeah. that is like the dirt bottom <laughs> solution. So if it says more coming soon and they corrected that, all I can assume is it's going to be better news yeah. because I can't imagine it being worse than that and still commenting on the fact of cloud saves, you know? So unless, unless they say something like, you know what, if you ever break your console or lose it, um, the cloud will pull up a version of the game from six months ago. And you can start from there or something. If it says something like that, then that is worse than moving your cloud save yes. one time. But I really doubt that. I really, I really think it's going to be better because it is such a bottom of the barrel solution. It's probably going to be move it once. It's probably going to be one. You get the first one free. Oh yeah, and yeah, then yeah. after that, each <laughs> one gets more costly in increments. So, like, let's say you get the first one free. Well, the second one it happens again like a month later because yeah. you're a dipshit and you drop your fucking switch and break it. Well, then it costs you five bucks. Then it costs you fifteen. You know, then it costs you this. So, I think that that's a good way to do it, especially if if you got some klutz that's doing it all the time. You're going to make some money, right? But it's I think it's fair. And it's a good way to do it if you if it progressively gets more in increments, you know, as far as uh, redoing mean, it, because yeah, what's who's going to have to do it more than twice, three times? You know what I'm saying? If you're doing it more than that, guess what? If I'm your parent, I'm not buying you another fucking switch. That's just all there right. is to it. You're just not getting anything else. You're going to get my old you're going to get my old Pong game and you'll be lucky <laughs> if you play that. Right <laughs> now, so, I'm pissed. Now I'm pissed. No, I'm kidding. I'm fine. I think it's, I, mean, I think it's a good idea for him. Yeah. And the thing is it it's it's a decent solution to be better than that and even charging for every time you had to yeah, reset it cuz it's got to cost all, them some sort of manpower to do it. Right, but I mean obviously the basic solution, the easy solution is if the game was like most other AAA titles now that have cloud saves. You know? It should be included, but once you accept the fact that it's not included, then it's a little bit more acceptable to be like, oh, I would pay a dollar or two to recover my mm -hmm. account, you know, but then most, most people seen, would pay five bucks. I mean, I yeah, would probably because we were talking last week about the Pokemon home, which is basically a service that allows you to have cloud saving for Pokemon games and allows you to move things between all the games. Yes. And a lot of people are like, I wonder if they're going to come out with this, but for Animal Crossing. And a lot of people are thinking maybe that's why there's not cloud saving. And that's a decent idea. The thing is, once again, it's like, then why didn't they just include that? Because there was already the people that were getting mad about the uh, possibility of, of there being in-game transactions, microtransactions within Animal Crossing. And not having that, is wonderful, but maybe that's also why they're not talking about the cloud saving because they know inadvertently if they add a um, Animal Crossing home, basically, it's going to be the same thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. So 
I don't know. The solution is either they make you pay for cloud saves or they make you pay for recovering or there's a service like Animal Crossing Home. This is like Pokemon Home, you know, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, cloud saves, that that's a great idea as far as it being free, saving your game, that kind of thing. So you could continue from there if it doesn't continue in the spot that you left up on that, that stuff should be free. That should happen anyway. But if you have to multiple, you know, multiple times recover your game, then yeah, I think it's fair that they charge. I really do. I mean, cause I, <laughs> you know, I mean, I look at it as, you know, um, you know, yeah, the first time to recover your entire game from where you left off should yeah. be free, but yeah, you know, if you're getting pissed off all the time and breaking your controllers or your whatever, you know, then, yeah, that's not their fault. You know, yeah. they should be able to make something off of that. So, yeah, that's just my opinion, though. Um, I do want to add one quick note that this week, before we post another episode, the Juggernaut edition of State of Decay 2 will be out. Ooh. So we talked about that, I think, last week or the week before about yeah, we did. it including resolution changes and upgrades. It's probably going to be a total reinstall. So um, if you do play State of Gate 2, um, that's going to be awesome. Like, I'm looking forward to it quite a bit. It's going to have a new map. Um, you can go look up what's in it. We already talked about this. But it comes out, I believe, on the 6th. Mm-hmm. So before the next episode comes up, um, that will already be available. So go check that out when that comes out and it'll probably be on game pass. Pretty sure. Like it has nice. To be. Nice. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm just going to talk about a couple of quick stories. I have two movie, uh, things that I was reading about. And, but the first thing I want to talk about yeah. is, uh, the GDC. It was uh, supposed to happen in March 16th through the 20th in San Francisco. Uh, this is an event that's been running since the eighties and it's, you know, it's the, uh, uh, gamer game developers conference. Um, this thing's been going on for a long time. Like I said, uh, since the late eighties, actually not the early eighties. So, uh, let's just remember when it all started happening. Uh, but they've postponed it, uh, basically because, you know, um, Sony, Epic, Amazon, uh, Microsoft, all these companies have withdrew their attendance. And the reason why is because of the uh, the global outbreak uh, that's beginning to happen, basically. Uh, the international outbreak, I should say right now, of the coronavirus. Um, it's really a big deal. I know that uh, there's a confirmed case now in Southern California uh, from an unknown source. And now there's uh, confirmed cases in Washington state. So they have every reason to be you know, concerned about it. Now, I was watching the news earlier and they did talk about how um, the CDC thinks that they will actually have a, um, uh, a cure for it within the next week or two, uh, because they do, uh, see that it runs kind of like a flu, but even some of the most extreme cases of the flu can kill you. So everybody's got a right to be concerned about it. They don't want to create some sort of a global outbreak from a, uh, from the GDC that would just give it a bad name and nobody would ever want to go to it again as far as, you know, I mean, if you think about it, but, um, they are talking about doing some of the, uh, some of the events online on Twitch, uh, they're going to be making more announcements about that. Um, and you may even be able to, uh, go ahead and buy 
uh, portions of it to see it. Uh, some of the other, uh, like the speeches and the speakers, um, they've asked them if they would be willing to go ahead and put the uh, speeches online for free so that people can read them um, that are interested in some of the speakers that were going to be there. Uh, but I think their whole idea about Twitch is probably going to be a good one. You can you can easily do it with people from their own countries and everybody be safe. So yeah, uh, GDC is postponed right now and uh, we'll see what happens, but they got more information to come. Coronavirus is not a joke. Wash your fucking hands. Uh, next thing that I want to talk about <laughs> is... I'm sorry, I was reading an article... I was reading an article about how the beer Corona is um, oh yeah Suff <laughs> suffering because of coronavirus outbreak. Um, ironically, they're not because it actually says in the article that they're up five percent. So yep. I guess people are just they're getting a different kind of coronavirus. It's the one where yeah, they're 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 they had in the toilet. Ballsy. It says that they did pull their their new ad campaign that they were going to start. That slogan was gonna be coming ashore soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That so, would yeah, not they, have done good at yeah, all. They took down that forty million dollar campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, well, one of the one of the stories that I wanted to talk about that I thought was kind of cool. Uh, it's an upcoming movie. You know, I'm sure that a lot of people have already heard about it, but the Monster Hunter movie. Uh, is going to come out and there's a couple of new posters that are out. Uh, yes, there is a gigantic sword that this guy is wielding and it looks like the uh, 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 Mila. Uh, yeah, that's her name. Mila J Jovovich Jovovich. Uh, yeah. If I'm saying that correct uh, from the um, uh, God damn it. Uh, is it afterlife or uh, um those that whole movie series, Resident man. Evil. Resident, Resident Evil. Evil series, yes. Yeah. Uh, she's in it. Uh, and so this should be a pretty uh cool movie if they stick to the video game and they make it like that. I think it might be kind of neat. Um, you know, they're obviously going to be developing their own kind of storyline because I don't really think there is much of a storyline for Monster Hunter World, is there? Um, within each game, there is. Um, <laughs> this is going to be really bad if there's fans of Monster Hunter listening. But as far as I know, it's mostly within the games. Um, there may be some stuff that connects them, but um, I felt like when I started playing Monster Hunter World that it had no connection to another game, but that could have just been the way they Ooh. designed the intro. <laughs> Ron Perlman is in it, so that that would be cool. I always like Ron Perlman. Uh, and, and what's cool, too, is that the uh, – the, uh, it's being headed up by the uh, the writer and director from the Resident Evil series. So that's kind of neat, too, because you're it, it's kind of a dark kind of film anyway, I would think. You know, you're battling monsters and and that's basically what you're doing in this movie. So um, it's kind of cool that uh, that they're making an adaptation of it. You're not seeing a lot of stuff about it. So I think it's neat that they're only leaking like certain pictures and posters. Uh, and one of them, uh, she is carrying that gigantic sword and it actually looks like one of the swords from the game. And uh, the, the guy I want to say, okay, where is his name? Uh, ja. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Tony Ja. He is the uh, the other main person in the movie, but he's carrying a big old bow that looks like either giant claws or tusks. So, yeah, it's kind of neat. Uh, it looks 
like they're actually sticking to the armor and stuff from what I remember in playing. Uh, they've done a really good, really good job on the uh, on the costumes on this. So, yeah, man, Monster Hunter uh, should be a cool movie. Yeah, uh, but, I mean, I but, hope so. But there's one thing that's scary about it. So the director of the film uh-huh. is the husband of. Mia Jovovich or whatever her name is. Oh, I figured that's why she's in it. I mean, he's the same one that did Resident Evil. Yeah, he did all the Resident Evils. And so he's the writer and director. I was really hoping he at least didn't write it, but he did write it and direct it. Yeah. But that explains why it's so cheap. It's only $60 million budget. That's 40 less million than Sonic the Hedgehog. But it could go and make $200 million in the theaters. Right. So, uh, you know, if if they do it right, it could be really good. Yeah, it could be I, really good. So, yeah, I'm, I would cross my fingers on this one, but it looks cool. It looks like they got some good visual direction on it. So. Well, one of the the, the one movie that I'm actually looking forward to, and I haven't been a huge fan of this game or I'm I shouldn't say fan because I do love the game. I just it it wasn't for me to play. I enjoy watching other people play it on YouTube and on their streams, but uh, Borderlands movie uh, is going to be coming out. And uh, the director is Eli Roth, which to me, that just says, okay, this is probably going to be good. Um, He wants, uh, from what I was reading in one story, he wants to to have a little taste of Hostel, which is kind of neat. And uh, one of the quotes that I read from him is that he said, you know, expect people to explode in this movie it's just gonna happen so he is directing the uh, upcoming borderlands movie and uh it was announced and then it was deleted but gearbox went ahead and confirmed it so uh at their pax east show i guess they said uh they took the stage and said that yeah he's gonna be doing it um they didn't really talk a lot about it it's he says it's a great uh uh, crazy mishmash of the game and he's thrown a little bit of, you know, like he said, hostile and he, this is, you know, uh, the writer was the guy who wrote Chernobyl. So it kind of, it, it sounds like that dark hole side of uh, ba- uh, Borderlands. And, uh, you know, it's just neat to see what's going to happen as far as when some of the, uh, some of the stuff, some of the leaks come out for this, uh, for this movie. But if they, this is another one, man, if they do this right, then this could be a really cool cult classic movie that, uh, you know, makes a ton of money. Of course, I'm thinking that on this kind of a movie and, you know, with Eli Roth as a director, you've probably got a little bit of a bigger budget than 60 million. And we'll, we'll have to see what more comes out of it from there. But, uh, yeah, there's really not a lot of uh secrets or or information that has been leaked but um they haven't picked the uh the location for the film or any of that stuff yet just that they have been working on it and developing it so yeah yeah i don't see a budget for it yet posted i guess it's really just starting and they're talking about using cosplayers that have been like at all the shows as extras who you know are probably going to get whacked so yeah man yeah I saw a lot of headlines were saying things like wants to cast cosplayers to brutally murder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think but, it'll be kind of cool, man. But yeah, so there's two new video game movies coming out. Monster Hunter. That that might actually be something that I want to go see, even though I really wasn't that deep into the game. 
And uh, but Borderlands, that's definitely something that I'm interested in. I like that kind of Mad Max futuristic kind of shit anyway. Yeah, um, I think I think this director is a little bit more promising. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> this one's a little bit more promising in my book. Um, but I guess Borderlands would care a little bit more probably about their IP. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I just don't know that. That Monster Hunter World one looks kind of iffy. Oh, you know what? It's Capcom. Oh, my God. Capcom's Resident Evil. Yes. So Capcom's like making a cinematic universe with just this one director and actress. That's so crazy. So what else does Capcom have that they can make a movie out of? I don't know. That's, that's a good so question. Much in, that's so much in common. Like, that is actually the only person that, that know that. Actually, uh, that Capcom actually is has... a good little uh, <laughs> conspiracy theory. They also got Street Fighter. Yeah, they have Street Fighter. Devil and... May Cry. Resident Evil. Well, we just said. You know Marvel, what's so funny about Marvel Resident versus Evil. Capcom? That ain't going to fight happen. The, fu- the funny thing about Resident Evil is the most iconic game probably right now is Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Where you play as a male, but all of the movies star a female. So I remember thinking that always kind of butted heads with it, but you do play as a female in like the earlier ones and you do in later ones, but it was always kind of interesting that they chose that. And Monster Hunter World, I believe the lead characters in Monster Hunter World, at least, I think they're male. So it is interesting. I'm not like saying that it's bad or anything, but it, it's interesting in the sense of I was just thinking in my head, Devil May Cry won't work because, you know, the star's a male. But then I was like, that hasn't stopped them before. So maybe they could do Devil May Cry. Yeah. And uh, just cast her as the lead. So <laughs> I guess we're calling it here first. The Devil May Cry movie is going to be Starring directed by the same bunch. Yeah. Jovovich. There we go. No, I like those. I can't believe I hadn't heard about the Monster Hunter movie. That's crazy because there's yeah, already yeah. production photos. That's it, it looks crazy. cool. It looks really cool, too. It looks like they've done a lot of work on it. So I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. But yeah, with CGI today, too, there's a lot that they can accomplish. But with 60 million, that's that's a pretty low budget for a movie that big. You know, because yeah, you would I think that it would accurate. be huge. <laughs> yeah, that may just be a little bit of a throw off. But uh, Borderlands, I could see them having a, a much bigger budget, at least double that. And then, you know, uh, probably being quite decent. They're probably going to have a lot of CGI in Borderlands movie. A lot. Yeah. But I could see but, in I mean, Monster Hunter just the monsters. Monster well, yeah, but just the monsters themselves. But I could see them, you know, creating some characters using CGI. You're going to have to with portions of their body being uh, automatronic, you know, that kind of thing. You're, that's a, there's a lot of that going on in Borderlands, so yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what they come up with. I'd love to see some of the costumes. I think that would be cool, but hopefully there'll be some leaks soon. You heard the request here first. <laughs> I want to <laughs> well, see let leaks. Me, let me talk about the Overwatch Diablo TV show rumors. Since you're talking about movies, yes. Um, let me just reference that it's from a Polygon account. 
not account from a polygon article uh the word account slipped my mouth because it's from a linkedin account of a guy that posted that his in this description of his linkedin account he wrote executive producer of diablo a tv adaptation of blizzard entertainment's ip rendered in anime style the show is currently in pre-production for distribution worldwide through Netflix with my creative partner developed and sold an animated series based Blizzard's Overwatch franchise. So it's he's saying that he's working on a Diablo TV show for yeah. Netflix, but also on the side, he <laughs> it was with the acquiring of Netflix acquiring Overwatch 2 supposedly i don't know the last sentence is a little bit open-ended to how you want to interpret it but it's kind of implying that blizzard is working on two different tv shows yeah um if both of them are done by netflix that's awesome because oh yeah they'll be netflix outstanding has, yeah they have really good original programming right now um netflix doesn't care that they keep running into i i just i don't see netflix turning a profit but who cares their quality of their content's really good um <laughs> At the same time, though, this is kind of just a leak because we don't know how legit this account is. This could be a fake account just to cause rumors. But, I mean, Polygon thought they should report it. So um, I just was going to mention it because it is very early pre-production if it is actually going to happen. But also something to note is that Netflix is known not to talk about future TV shows until about a month before the release. So until these shows are completely done, you're probably not going to hear about them. Yeah. Um, that's just how Netflix kind of hypes up programs because they want to release it all at once. They say, hey, look out for this in a month. If it's an IP that can draw on a crowd, if it's a new IP and they don't think it's going to draw on a crowd, they're like now streaming on Netflix, this brand new show starring these people, you know, and like there was no like yeah. <laughs> preparation for it at all. But the only time they ever say, say like, here's this show that's going to be on Netflix in a month was like the Witcher TV show. Um, uh -huh. I'm not sure if they were supposed to already leak that they were working on a Legend of Zelda show, but um usually they don't talk about these things until they're like almost released. So yeah, if these are real and they're not just rumors, um, expect to not hear about these until they're at like a month from release. Well, look at, look at what, what happens too. Cause the more they do these, these movies and the more creative they become and with the more projects they're doing, they have to draw in all these other people. So leaks are going to start happening. It's going to happen. Um, the bigger a production company gets and Netflix is turning into a very good production company. Um, the bigger they get, the more possibility of leaks there's going to be. So it's, it's, you know, it's just what happens, but yeah, I, I can see, you know, they have been, like you said, they've been pretty secure on the information about series coming out, but, uh, yeah, I can see them blowing these two right out of the water, but would overwatch be live action? Yeah. I hope it's not. It really would work better yeah. animated. Yeah, it does. It does. Now, Diablo I, could be live action. 
It says it's an anime style, though. Like oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that's if this is true, you know. Um, I think they would both make more sense animated, so hopefully they do that so that they can keep spitting out shows, you know. I'll I'll admit it right here, though, and a lot of people are probably going to be pissed that I say this, but I would be I would hate it if Overwatch was an anime style. Um, have you seen the cinematic for uh, Doomfist? No, that one is an anime style, and it's pretty cool. So. Hmm. Um, you could check that out and let me know what you still think. Yeah, I, I, I think will. it's pretty tasteful. I'm probably going to play Overwatch when we're done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, let me get through my last points and news yeah, and yeah, I'll yeah, get yeah. back to you. Now, this one is a crazy story um, because I don't remember what we previously said. I didn't go back and look at it previous episodes, but the Nintendo PlayStation auction the one we talked about on Heritage, Heritage Auctions. Yeah, he was like four, almost $500,000. Really close to five hundred, maybe like four eighty or something. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, It's gone down to $280,000. What? Right. I've, I, I, everyone's confused of why it went down. I don't really know. So I guess several people pulled their bids out? I don't know. This I is guess really you, weird. I guess you have an option to pull your bid. It's that, crazy. It has four days left. By wow. the time this episode's posts, it'll have like two days left. <laughs> oh, wow. That's crazy. So yeah. I don't know because the, we it's already public knowledge that they turned down an offer to just buy it for more than a million dollars. And the rumor was that they were trying to get two million from an auction and it got to half a million and then dropped a quarter million. I bet they've called those people and they just said, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to buy it for 300 grand since it's so low. Right. You got it on auction. Here you go. <laughs> What's the highest bid? 275,000. Here's 275,000 and one cent. No, the person, <laughs> the person that offered a million is probably just waiting for someone else to win it. And then is going to go to their house and be like, here's a million dollars. I want it. And like, here, smell the money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I can leave if you want me to, but you're saying no to all this. Yeah. But um, <laughs> that's crazy. And like, don't even think that you can nuts. auction it for more because I know what you paid for it. <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> that it went down that much. Um, I guess we'll see what it sells for in four days. I don't know if Heritage has the option to not win it if it doesn't meet a minimum i don't see anything about that on here but i do know there are some things like ebay where if it doesn't reach a certain amount it doesn't get sold but i mean it's two hundred eighty thousand. do you think the site allows you to set half a million as the minimum <laughs> that's crazy i don't know um, you know they may not have been allowed to set a minimum yeah if if they can't, then they're screwed, and I bet they feel horrible right now. Oh, yeah. But, um, dude, I mean, a million dollars would have been so hard to say no to. I, I kind of understand what their thinking was because they're, you know, they're thinking they're going to make much more than that. But good God, dude. Good God. I mean, a million dollars, I'd be taking that shit and running. Right. And the thing is, it is something that's just going to sit on a shelf. It is. Uh, yeah. It's just a historical piece. Um, 
That's just crazy though that it dropped half a quarter million when it was at yeah. half. But uh, yeah, I, we'll see if it starts jumping up. But it should start jumping up now. That's what's crazy. It's how many days, days are left? Four. So by the yeah, time this post, yeah. it should be higher. It should be higher when there's two days left. But we'll yeah. see. Oh my um, god, that's nuts. Let me just mention to y'all, it's already March, so you might already see these. But these are the March games with gold and the March PlayStation Plus games that are free. Um, Both are really good. The PlayStation Plus is coming with Shadow of the Colossus, which is an amazing game, and Sonic Forces, which is actually a decent game for a Sonic game. And also, it's one of the newer games. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, the PlayStation Plus, they only give you two games, but... They're both solid games. One's a classic for PlayStation. It's an exclusive to PlayStation. And the other one's a pretty new Sonic game, especially if you're a kid or you have a kiddo and they just saw the movie. Um, They might actually want a Sonic game. Guess what? It's free in March. So that's pretty cool. Um, Games with Gold has four titles. Obviously, there's two Xbox and then two 360 that are also cross-compatible. The Xbox ones are actually pretty decent. Um, it's got Shantae, Half Genie Hero, which is a decent um, side-scroller. I've played it before. I haven't beat it. Um, I don't know. It, it wasn't... It, it didn't keep my attention, but I could understand why people like the game. Like, it has its fan base. Um, however, it has Telltale's Batman, The Enemy Within, the complete series. And that is one of the best Telltale seasons like that's what i've heard yeah yeah it's like in the top three for sure it's i put it up there with season one of walking dead um the borderlands one and this one this one is ridiculously good especially for a joker origin story it's like really compelling on the way it tells its story and it never seems to do anything that doesn't feel like batman and if you're a Batman fan, I think this is definitely worth a playthrough. Um, if you're not a Batman fan, it gets really it gets really psychological in the sense that you feel like the decisions you're making can affect people's perception of reality. So yeah. even if you're not a Batman fan, this game offers a lot for people who just like crime dramas or psychological dramas. It's It's got that edge to it. Like it isn't just... Oh, that's superheroes. It's a bunch of jumping around and punching. It's not that. It's got a lot of story and a lot of decisions based on relationships you make with certain characters. And it's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think it's one of the stronger Telltale titles. It's really sad that it was like their second to last title. Um, obviously, we will be seeing Telltale again since they've been brought back from the ashes. But um, this game was one of their best, and it was right at the tail end of their demise. But um, yeah, that's included. I'm sorry I talked so long about that one, but it's really good. Um, also, you'll get Castlevania, Lords of Shadow 2, and Sonic Generations, which is funny. Both Xbox and PlayStation are getting Sonic games. So yeah, that's I don't think that's an accident. So <laughs> Now, is this Sonic Generations? Is this uh, multiplayer? I don't. No, I don't. I don't. I never played Sonic Generations, but it's a 360 game, so uh, I doubt it. It could be though. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah. No, because I, I like those kind of Sonic racing games and stuff like that where, you know, you can get a bunch of people together and have a lot of fun. So, yeah. Um, there's a there's a Sonic game that no one really talks about much. Um, it was Sonic Heroes, I believe. And mm -hmm. that's one that a lot of people don't like, but it's the one I grew up with. So I like it. And it's kind of weird that whenever I see people talking about like the worst Sonic games, it's always in the <laughs> top 10. And I always like, oh, wow, that's a really cool game. I liked how it was like, so you think about Sonic being this side scroller back in the 90s. It was all about how fast you could do things going left to right and mainly right. <laughs> and um, you think, how do you do that in a 3D world? And once you allow Sonic to go left, right, up, down, and back in a 3D space, it loses that speed run edge. But I remember Sonic Heroes had this really cool uh, map where it forced you to kind of stay in a direction. And I thought it was the best rendition of the original style of Sonic where you're running through a course and you're just trying to get faster and faster and beat your times, you know? And Sonic Heroes was that, but in 3D. And I I really thought it did a good job, but like nobody likes that game. <laughs> but um, I pretty, I'm pretty sure it's on uh, Xbox 360 backwards compatibility. Um, I played it on the GameCube, which is, wow, I, it's like the second time I've ever talked about the GameCube on the show. But um, I played it on the GameCube, and I thought it was great on there. But that's just me talking about my favorite Sonic game, which is probably no one's favorite Sonic game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got this week, I think, unless I missed something. No, I didn't. That's it. Well, I've only got two, uh, I've only got two more stories. Uh, one is the latest Stadia update. Um, because, you know, we were talking about the Stadia uh, the other day. We talked about how they're not coming through with what they promised, etc. Um, you know, when, when they said that they would with what they launched, they were, you know, obviously missing tons of stuff that they said they would have. Um, but a lot of the features that they did promise uh, looks like they it, it is coming soon with a new update, uh, including um, what they've been talking about with the uh, the free tier uh, service, the base tier service. And, uh, basically, um, they're supposed to be coming out with this update. They haven't given an exact date of when it's going to be happening, but they did leak some of the stuff that they were talking about, including YouTube streaming and, uh, game sharing. Um, the YouTube streaming thing is kind of cool because instead of having to have, uh, capture cards and everything else, since the game is actually being streamed to you, they're talking about an app for the stadia where you just push a button and it immediately streams it to your YouTube channel, um, while you're playing it. So you're not going to need any of the other gear like that, you know, you and I have to use right now, uh, any Elgato capture cards, anything like that, or Aver media. Um, you don't need a PC. You don't need any of that stuff. You're streaming the game on your Google stadia and you're able to push a button on the app, which I assume you're going to be able to download onto your phone. So your phone will be like, kind of like having a stream deck. Or, yeah. you know, uh, some sort of way to uh, control that. So to me, that's a great feature. And if this is something that they come up, you know, that they come out with, it's legit. Uh, bravo. That makes up for a lot of the stuff that's been going on. Um, and I think uh, customers and consumers are going to absolutely love that, especially, you know, obviously the streamers. Um, one of the things that is confusing me, though, and what I was reading is that they 
uh, in this app, there's also uh, some hints that they may be limiting the number of people who can sign up and play Stadia at one time in your area. So basically, uh, there's warning hints at warnings that say, and I'm going to quote these, sorry, Stadia is full in your area. Another one that says, in order to provide the best game quality for everyone, we limit the number of accounts on Stadia. We've hit that limit, but we're working hard to build additional room in the Stadia cloud so more people can enjoy the same high-quality game performance. Please check back in the future for new player availability. So that's something that's a little confusing to me, talking about limiting the number of people that are allowed to be on in your area at one time. Um if that's true, that's something they definitely need to fix. Yeah, because uh, that's old school issues. Oh, yeah, that's a big old school issue. Now, even though the cloud is kind of new school, this is – and the way they're using it – anyway, this is a uh, definitely an old school issue and it shouldn't be happening. This is like an right. old, you know, 10 years ago World of Warcraft trying to get onto a server kind of thing. Yeah, um, but this is Google. They have like – second or third largest servers <laughs> maybe yeah. first yeah 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 exactly exactly like but there's, there's no reason why they should be having that issue no no they shouldn't be and that's one of the things that is bothering me about it but uh you know we'll see what they what they uh have to say about that but uh yeah i think that the um the feature of the streaming part of it, I think that's mm-hmm. really kind of neat with a with an app. But the the other part that I'm seeing is, you know, a little bit of a concern. So it's it looks like they're trying to be what they promised they would be, but at the same time, uh, you know, with the possibility of laying down some really weird, like you said, old school restrictions <laughs> that yeah. don't make any sense uh, at all. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, last like we talked before, Stadia launched and it had nothing that it said it was going to have. Basically, uh, yeah. it was it was just absolute crap and glitchy, and there was no reason for them to launch it that in that kind of a, a mode. So yeah, we'll see what happens, man. It's going to yeah. be really interesting. Is, you're saying that these features are exciting, but these features are not launching right now. They're yeah, like hinting at it. Well, they're talking about it in the next update uh, for for the uh, for the Stadia itself. So this is going to be things that are actually, you know, that they update with the update system. And then you're able to use an app that you can then download at that point and and do this. So (laughs) it's not like it's it would be anything hard. It'd be like downloading a game. You know what I'm saying? But but still, it should have happened already. The update is no, they haven't given a date. Yeah, that's the (laughs) thing. But but yeah, that's the same thing like a. Six months before the launch of Stadia, they said it was going to be in there, and yeah. it's not. And now they're and saying, then, hey, we're working on it. <laughs> right, and then four months later, they say it's going to be in our next update, okay? Or in yeah. an update. Like, you don't really know. And it's like, guess what? You had all the time in the world to prep this. They could have made sure their servers were large enough. They could have had all this exactly. better at launch. But for some reason, they just wanted to be first, I guess. Exactly. And... Uh, not only are they just hinting at improving it, um, they're still hinting at making it almost as good as GeForce Now. <laughs> Which it's, <laughs> yeah, GeForce is, uh, you know, we've already talked about that too. They're, they're heads and shoulders above where Stadia is. So and, Yeah, and GeForce yeah. Now has a free version already yes, on yeah. launch. Yeah. And Stadia is still hinting at it. That yeah. it will be there eventually. And we thought it would be there 
after the three months. I think I probably even said that because a lot of people thought it was going to be there once those three-month trial period of everyone's Stadia Pro thing was up. Um, they thought that they were going to launch the free version and also the premium version, but they don't. Um, the only thing that's there is the premium still. There's yeah. the only way to play Stadia yeah. is to pay still. So that, yeah, yep. that's crazy. It is, you know, but you know, I could, it, it just, there are Stadia fans out there and I can see what they were trying to do is when they, when they, you know, we were really excited when we first heard about Stadia and obviously we were very disappointed when we heard the outcome of their launch, but it, it does give you a little bit of hope if you're a fan of it, that, you know, some things are coming and they're going to be making, but they should have just said, you know what, we're not going to release it uh, because this isn't ready. This isn't ready. Not to the standards that we want it to be. And that would have been a better move, but, you know, hopefully they can redeem themselves. We'll see what happens. Maybe they're just hinting at a couple of them and they're not saying everything and it's going to be everything they promised in one update, which would be a huge fucking download. But yeah, we'll see. And yeah. I didn't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> they have, right, but they have the resources for it. Like yes. if they saw GeForce Now as a threat, they had the ability to just throw a bunch of people on the Stadia team and make it look better so yeah. like if it is on the next update like cool that's what they're capable of why didn't they do that quicker <laughs> yeah it's like they have the resources they just don't care they're only doing this like as it feels like they're doing it in response to being like one-upped you know no you're good dude you're good i agree i agree with you i i you know but I'm all about giving them a chance to see if they can fix their mess. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, last thing that I wanted to talk about was Destiny 2. Uh, you know, there was a lot of uh, hubbub when they had the paid loot boxes. A lot of people were pissed off about it. You know, pay to pay to win kind of stuff. Um, well, now they're going to be removing the paid loot boxes and they're going to be doing more of a Fortnite, Fortnite battle pass thing. Um, so you can pay for the battle pass. Uh, you can earn your... Uh, uh, whatever it is, your uh, what do you use to buy shit in uh, Destiny Two? I think it's the <laughs> currency or whatever. Bright, is in there. bright dust. Yes, bright dust. Oh, yeah. Um. So basically, you know, it'll be like that. How we have the uh the V bucks, and we at the end of a season, you know, you've earned enough V bucks if you've plowed through your uh your uh battle pass you usually earn enough to buy the next battle pass. So you don't have to pay cash for it. Um, but if you, you know, you, you buy it once in destiny Two, it's going to give you a chance to get a lot of the cosmetic items that a lot of other people are getting, you know, we're getting beforehand. Um, you know, the difference with all this from what they're doing and the main reason this is happening is because of all the legislation happening with, uh, you know, the government being against randomized loot boxes in the past year. You and I have talked about that before. So now uh, what they're saying is that they want players to know exactly what something's going to cost before they buy it. Um, the thing that they're going to be buying, uh, the bright Engram loot boxes, what they were buying before, those are still going to be in the game, but they're only going to exclusively be available for free to players who earn them for the free to play portion of the season pass. Um, you won't be able to spend any real world money on them anymore. So if you're doing the free to free to play portion of the season pass, you're going to be able to earn these boxes and you'll be able to get stuff, but it's more than likely going to be older items from the season before, just like they do in other games. Um, 
you're still going to be able to get stuff from the Eververse store with the uh, Bright Dust. But we all know that they don't give you too much Bright Dust for doing anything. And it takes you 100 years to collect any of it. And that is also going to be like cosmetic items. But it's going to be from older stuff. So it's not going to be any of the current new things. Those you're going to actually have to earn through the Battle Pass. So I think it's a fair idea. I think it's a great idea. Um, a lot of games are going this way. Fortnite has led the way on this. And I think it's it's really cool because for 10 bucks, you, you know, a season, you know, if you if you bust your ass and you play a little bit, you're going to earn the V bucks to buy the next one. So you won't be spending 10 bucks next time. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be kind of neat. Now, um, with all this talk about how the government was against the randomized loot boxes and everything, I want to end it with this because I did read this in one of the stories is that now there's talking about legislation that would ban the selling of items to minors. And they've made it to where basically uh and I, I kind of understand that. I think it's a great idea because what business does a minor have giving a credit card information over the Internet? You know what I'm saying? Uh, more than likely, that's something that was bought for them or given to them by their parent to only use in case of emergencies, that kind of thing. If you're lucky enough to have a parent that makes that kind of money. I was about to say, I have never was given a yeah, credit card. Neither was I, dude. But I mean, this is a completely new age. You know what I mean? I was given, you know, the chance to go walk up down the street and collect a bag full of bottles and turn them in. And that was my money. But uh yeah, it's just <laughs> I, I I agree with this 100 percent. And I also agree because of the whole thing with the uh, Protection Act that we have with minors uh, for uh, online and whatnot. I think this goes hand in hand with it. You should not be allowed to sell anything to minors. Um, and uh, so far, Nintendo, Sony and Microsoft, they all disclose the odds of getting items uh in loot boxes in future titles. So when a new title's coming out and they know that there's going to be certain loot boxes that you can win and it's, you know, randomly generated, then they're going to give you the odds of what what your chances are of actually getting that item. So it's kind of like in Overwatch when we know that it's it's really tough to get an epic or a legendary item. You know what I'm saying? Because most of the time you're getting just cash or a, a common spray or anything like that. You know, when we're looking for those legendary skins, it's not going to happen every time. So it is really based on luck. So, uh, yeah, I think this is a good move as far as that's concerned. And uh, this thing that we're seeing happen in Destiny 2 is a direct result of all that legislation that's happening to protect uh, minors on games and protect people's bank accounts from <laughs> kids just <laughs> looting the shit out of them to buy a bunch of uh, loot boxes, hoping they get the pay to play uh, guns. So, yep. That's what we've got right now. So those will be removed. You'll still be able to get them in the free-to-play part of the uh, Battle Pass, and they're going to have a Fortnite-style Battle Pass situation going on. So pay your 10 bucks, get it. You'll get all your skins that you wanted, all the weapon upgrades that you wanted, etc. And uh, just have fun playing the game, man. Quit worrying about the, uh, quit worrying about the, the loot boxes so much. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's all I got, buddy. Okay, so... Yeah, that's um, all I got, too. I think it was a pretty quick show. That's fine, though. Um, yeah, we'll get back yeah, on about topic. an hour. <laughs> um, yeah, it's fine. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Next week, we hope to talk about the new game, Dreams. Yes. It is um, a PlayStation exclusive, I believe, right now. And uh, without spoiling anything, we're just going to wait to talk about it next week. Um 
so look forward to that. And um, we hope to play a bunch of new games this week. Oh, yeah. Since, I'm going to be uh, playing The Ruiner also. That's another game I found. It's like a, uh, a kind of like a Diablo style, you know, mm-hmm. looking, looking down. It looks like a lot of fun, but it's called The Ruiner. Uh, very mm-hmm. futuristic, very adult. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, too. Sweet. And uh, we will catch you all next week to talk about all that new jazz. And uh, stay Skid safe. Up, bat, bat. Wash you your that? hands. Yeah, wash your hands. Stay yes. safe. Um, the best coronavirus comes from a bottle. Yeah. What if and it was stay girthy. in China? <laughs> and stay girthy, yeah. Oh, if it's bottled in China, that's just a flat-out fucking lie, bro. I don't think so. That's just a oh, lie. Oh, by the way, I was reading stuff about... Um, Sorry, we already did our tagline out. We'll do it again. Uh, don't worry. We'll, you'll stay girthy again. Um, <laughs> I've been having a lot of people come up to me asking if things are like, if it was made in China and stuff, like nobody wants to buy anything made in China. And um, I had to like pull up articles of things that like say it does not stay on non-organic matter. You yeah. Know? Yeah. More than like, you know, a minute or something. It's something ridiculous, so it can't survive. And it was basically an article saying that it's safe to get um, mail or products from China still. It's completely fine. And I could not convince this person. But then at the same time, I was like, you know, that's not really my job. Because um, if they did get the coronavirus, then it would come back to me saying that they couldn't get it. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was exactly. just like, you know what? I guess, I guess that's fine. You're like, that's fine. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. It's whatever. So yeah, stay as I safe as you want to be, but I would have told them that you, I would have told them you can't get it from touching stuff or buying mail, but you can get it from eating Chinese food. Oh my God. <laughs> that would have just fucked their whole night up, dude. No more Panda Express. Nothing like that. I would have yeah. just laughed. I would have bought yeah. myself a, a two entree dish and laughed at him while I ate it. You know, it was funny. Is that kind of person that doesn't think that much <laughs> into it. Probably honestly would think that their Panda Express was like shipped in from China that morning. They probably would. That kind of person probably doesn't think that's locally made. <laughs> Bro, I, <sighs> I hate to say this, but I have met someone when I moved to Texas and I will not say any names. And I'm really praying that they don't hear this, but that thought the uh, the Civil War was like in 1947. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Thank you, education system. <laughs> I'm not lying, bro. It, uh, yeah. I love you, by the way, if you're hearing this. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that, wait. Wa- that I, wasn't I the first to... one. I have a whole bunch of stuff, so keep it cool. Um, I before we ended, I did want to tell you because I hadn't actually told you yet. Um, my wife is pregnant. Oh, dude, awesome! That is and fucking awesome news, we man. Already, we already know it's a boy, and <laughs> what we're gonna all, have dude? it in August. So, very cool, man. It's pretty exciting. very cool. Have you thought of any names yet? <laughs> We already kind of decided a couple of years ago. Oh, and, really? Uh, yeah, we already have boy and girl names set up. So um, the boy name that we were going with, she liked the name Atlas. Oh, wow. 
That's and I think cool. it's a really cool name. But when I heard that it, is a cool I was name. like, I was like, that sounds really cool with the word prime. Cause it sounds like a transformer Atlas prime. <laughs> and she was like, uh, yeah, I like that. And I was like, are you serious? Cause I think that'd be pretty cool. If the middle name was prime. <laughs> so Atlas so, prime fling. So we're going with Atlas prime. That is badass, dude. Now what about no. the girl? Huh? What about a girl's name? If it was a girl, we were going to use Emery. But um, as of right now, it's pretty sure it's a boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, no, I was just wondering what names you had thought of uh, if it was yeah, a girl. So that, that's about it. Not so. that if it's a girl, you just already said it was a boy. So, yeah. Yeah. If it's if it was twins of the same gender, we would have been stuck. So there we go. Oh, wow. Uh, anyway. Didn't mean to throw that in at the end, but I just realized I hadn't told you yet. No, that's so cool, dude. That's we, awesome. We only started telling people like a couple of days ago, so um, I've kind of been also in bad health this whole week. So, yeah. Um. Anyway, that's awesome, bro. Congratulations. Tell yeah, Jen thanks. I said awesome. Cool. And, I will uh, love you guys, and that's really cool. That is. Yeah, cool. we're really excited. <laughs> You're gonna be another another uncle, I guess. Oh, great. <laughs> Great. We're turning another everyone into uncles. Another fucking kid I can ruin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I I'm told, I told I'm my brother, I told my brother that I was having a kid and um Jen was like, um, how do you feel about being an uncle? And he's like, what does that entail? And we said, just teaching bad habits and cuss words. <laughs> <laughs> Are we done? Yeah, just stay girthy. We're good. Bye. I would hate it if Overwatch was an anime style.